peace of our Lord be with you. As we all know, we are living through a different and difficult days, an uncertain season in our life together, into which the lectionary has placed today the beautiful and gentle gift of the 139th Psalm. As is true of all the Psalms, before Psalm 139 became a chapter in the Bible, it had an earlier career as a Hebrew hymn on loan to Christianity from Judaism, borrowed by Northminster from Beth Israel. All the psalms in the Bible started out as tunes in the temple. Poetry, which is why none of the psalms are to be taken literally, but sacred poetry which is why all of the psalms are to be taken seriously. Taken seriously, today's psalm says that God is intimately aware of us and constantly present with us. You know when I sit and when I stand, says the psalmist, you read my mind from far away. You knit me together in my mother's womb. You have a book where the length of my life has already been determined. Image upon image upon image, none of which are to be taken literally, but all of which taken seriously, points to how intimately the God who created the universe 13 billion years ago is with us in the smallest moments of daily life, including one which never fails to completely just corral my attention and that's the image in verse 4 where the psalmist says that God not only knows our thoughts before we think them and our steps before we take them, but God also knows our words before we say them. The literalist in me, wishing that, if God knows what we are about to say before we say it, God would take a more active role in helping us to be more mindful and thoughtful with our words, maybe even stepping in and stopping us before we say or send, text or post, some of what we say, send, text, and post. As Nicholas Lash 
once wisely said, the first casualty of sin is careful speech. It's true. You know how it goes. We start out trying to impress our friends with our cleverness. So we begin by just being a little sarcastic. And maybe it stops there. Or maybe it moves from that to being mean-spirited. And maybe it stops there. Or maybe it moves from that to being bullying. And maybe it stops there. Or maybe it doesn't. And of course, careful speech applies not only to what we should not say, but do say, but also to what we should say, but don't say. As Dr. King is reported once to have said, the day we fall silent about things that matter is the day our life begins to end. What we do and do not say does matter that much. As one wise soul once said, words shape worlds. One example of which is the extent to which what we believe about everything from the pandemic to the assault on our nation's capital on January the 6th is shaped by how many hours a week we spend watching OAN or CNN, MSNBC or Fox. A sad but true reminder that words matter because words really do shape worlds, which is why when it comes to that verse in Psalm 139, where the psalmist says that God knows what we are about to say before we say it, I used to wonder 
back at the start of the sermon, why God doesn't step in and stop us from using words in ways that are hurtful and harmful. But during the sermon, converted by my own preaching, it occurred to me that God does. God does step in and stop us all the time. All we have to do is give God an opening. Before we speak, send, post, or text, we just have to say, God, not to be a literalist or anything, but according to Psalm 139, you do know our words before we speak. So, is what I am about to say or send something with which you are going to be pleased once it has been said or sent? And then, all we have to do is wait. Wait to speak. Until we have some emerging sense of Holy Spirit clarity concerning what the God who created the universe 13 billion years ago thinks about what we are thinking about saying. It can make for slow conversation, but your friends will wait. Amen.